thank you, Pastor, for the kind introductions by my husband. <laughs> All right. Actually, um, this is my first time on this stage, and the stage is so big. Wow. <laughs> um, because just now, I was very kanjong out there, you know, when I saw all your kids on the stage, they are so excited. Now, I tell myself, I cannot be fearful anymore because of your kids. I want to be a super mom today. <laughs> all right. Um, two months ago, I received a message from Pastor Tim asking me to share my Mother's Day story. It was, it, it is not my cup of tea to stand on the stage to share because I'm an introvert mom. But I was so convinced that if today I share my story, I will be able to help someone. And because of my story, I think I want to let you know that um, you are not alone in this motherhood. We are journey together, okay? <laughs> so yesterday, I did my first um, uh, sharing in Rimbayu, and um, I guess the result it wasn't that ideal because I, I wanted to end it fast, then I, I rush out and I finish it in 15 minutes. So <laughs> today I'm going to go very slow and I hope everyone bear with me, all right? <laughs> okay, so on top of what Pastor Stephen said, uh, I would like to give more introductions uh, about myself and my family member. I was a full-time mom before I became a full-time mother I was working in the bank. Yeah, like what Pastor Stephen said, 20 years. I was very busy. Um, most of the time, I work from early morning. I wake up at 5, and I rest at 12, 1 o'clock. And um, yesterday, Pastor Stephen said, uh, shared that uh, when a, 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 a couple, when they get home, fathers is always the one sit down and watch TV. But mother is the one always go back home and continue to work and clean up the house, doing the laundry. I guess I am one of it. I am one of it. So after, after I, I, I get back from home, I always um, continue to work at home to, to clean up, to, to do the laundry, and continue my, my leftover from, the, from my office and continue to work until about 1 o'clock. So I was very busy. It was like having two jobs. I woke up early morning, and continue to work. So I have, I got no time for my children. I didn't play with them because all my energy is just devoted to, to my works, to my household chore. My dream was to become a full-time mother and was able to stay home to play with my kids and to cook for them and send them to school. This is my dream. I don't want to be a corporate woman. I don't want to climb the corporate ladder, but I just want to stay at home with my kids. So 10 years ago, my husband helped me to realize my dream. It was the only decisions, decisions that I have ever made in my life, which I have not regretted until today. This is my family, my husband, Terence. I heard he is very famous in every nations, just slightly less famous than Pastor Stephen. All right, um, just for your information, we just celebrated our 20 years anniversaries. It looks like 20 is my lucky number today. <laughs> All right, and my elder girl, Carisha, she's 17. Um, I heard she is also very famous in every nation like her dad. 
<laughs> All right, uh, she's serving in teens. And my younger one, Abigail, she's 13 and uh, she's a drummer. So I would like to begin with a quote from a writer, Linda Wutan. She said this, Being a mother is about learning strength you didn't know you had and dealing with fears you didn't know exist. My mother passed away when I was 19. In my memory, my mother was a very strong woman. She took care of my dad's factory. She took care of six of us, my siblings, and she took care of my grandparents. You just can imagine a household of 10. You need to work. At the same time, you need to take care of your family member of 10. So only the laundry itself can kill you. Mothers, right? <laughs> and whatever she do, she did, she just do it all by herself. In Mandarin, it says, she never asked anyone to help her, and we don't have, we didn't have kaka, we don't have any maid. And in those days, washing machine is not common. Wasn't common. You cannot get a washing machine. So you just imagine you need to wash every clothing for 10 people in your household. That is very hectic. Even though she was very busy, but she never once she complained about her hardship. Never once she complained about her role as a mother. What she did was to give, to care, and to sacrifice. I was wondering how many mothers here are like that? Each one of you, you are the one that fantastic. You are the superwoman. You just know how to give, to care, and to sacrifice, including myself. If I have to pull up a to-do list, caring for myself is always definitely at the bottom of this list because we got no time to care for ourselves. What we care is about our family and our children and our, and our husbands. Today, I would like to entitle my message as a secret chamber of a mother. A few years ago, I found myself trapped in this stubborn darkness. I was battling depressions and hopelessness. Dark is the only colour that I saw. Being a full-time mom, it was so difficult. Not only you need to take care of family, there's something else inside of you. You need to struggle and you need to maintain and you need to calm it. Can you imagine with me, if you are depressed, how can you take a step? Let alone a journey when all your vital energy is devoted to stay alive and just making it to the next hour. How can you as a mother being able to add anything else to your child? like love, like hopes, and even simple hug. In our society, among our friends and family, no one has ever told us and mentioned about strange emotional problems. No one ever advised us to get help. I got no one to run to. Remember, my mom passed away when I was just 19. There was no manual, no guidance, no one by my side to teach me how to be a mother and a mother with depressions. It was very hard. During that season of my life, in order for, for me to pull up a strong front as a mother, I resolved to conceal all my emotions and feelings. Feelings like fear, 
feelings like anger, feelings like miserable. You cannot show it because you are a mom. I kept telling myself, I cannot show it because I am the mom. I need to be strong. I need to pull up a strong front so that my children can rely on me, so that my children cannot see the weak side of me. I cannot feel in front of my children because we need to protect them like Avengers, hero in the Marvel. Even though sometimes we got sick as a mother, we cannot show that we are sick. We, we have to put up the strong front of the mother and take care of them. I kept all my emotions under wraps. I show almost no sign of reactions. I continued to do what I was doing as a mother, ignoring whatever happened inside of me. No one noticed it, even my husband. He just got to know that I got depression a few years ago. So, um, no one noticed it at all. Although I looked normal and calm outside, but inside of me was like a raging sea. I sweat most of the time when I was talking to someone, but I was trying very hard to cover up. I was trying to be strong, normal, and calm. After a year of trying to suppress all my feelings and emotions, eventually I broke open. Those messy feelings and chaotic emotions started to leak out in my life. It was like a volcano erupted. I became very difficult to be around with. I became very unreasonable. I was very negative and super sensitive. My depression was deepened and easily triggered by anything and anyone. I became very controlling. I dictated everything in the house, I dictated what my husband said. Even a word can trigger. That's not my liking. I can, I can just pick a fight with him. I can just scold him. And my children, everything they do in the home, I wanted to oversee. I wanted to control. They cannot say this at home. They cannot behave like this at home. They must be like that. I was like that. I was constantly angry. I kept picking on my family, especially my husband. Whatever he say, I pick on him. I pick a fight with him. I don't know why. I just wanted to pick a fight with him. I don't know how he was able to endure all this. I don't know how he found strength to go through hell with, with me. He stood by me. He supported me and he walked with me. There is <laughs> I'm so sorry. Terence, thank you for being there for me. It is very important if your family have someone that depressed. It is very important you walk with them and support them. And we fought often at home. We fought over a lot of stuff. Anything, everything. Sometimes just a minor stuff. And often we fought in front of our children. You know, as a parents, we shouldn't fight in front of children and affect, affect them so much. And I still remember there was a night after fighting with Terence, I, I overheard my daughter's prayer asking God 
stop daddy and mommy fighting. My heart was broken into pieces when I heard it. As a mother, all you want is just to love your kids and make sure they are happy at home and feel safe at home. Because of my conditions, I wasn't able to provide that to them. I was tired most of the time. I stayed awake most of the night, experiencing constant nagging in my mind, telling me stories about I wasn't a good mother, I was so useless, I cannot do anything for my kids, I was so irrelevant in their life, and also telling me stories about no one loved me, especially my husband and my family. My emotion was dead. I couldn't feel love, and I couldn't see love, despite how many times my husband assured me that he loved me, and I keep picking on that. I told him that he, you didn't love me, you don't love me at all, because my emotions was dead. Suicidal thoughts were always flooding my mind, days and nights, inviting me to end my life and to end all this suffering that I didn't even understand, suffering that I couldn't feel the physical pain. When I was driving, there was thoughts asking me to speed up and kill myself. When I was cutting veggie, cooking at home, there was thoughts asking me to use a knife in my hand and cut my hand. And there was thoughts telling me, it's okay, it's just one line, everything settled, no big deal. When I was in my condo, there was thought inviting me to jump down from my condo to end all this miserable. And every time when I sat on my sofa, I looked at the balcony. It was so inviting. It was so inviting that most of the time, I wanted, it was so tempting to jump down from there just, just to end all this. But I couldn't master any courage to do it because I cannot bear my children to see the trauma they were carrying if their mother killed themselves. I could not bear to see and I cannot imagine how my children can go through the journey without me and without the love of the mother. But God is good. God knows everything about us. God knew what I was going through. If today you are suffering from depressions, I just want to let you know that God is with you. Don't be afraid. When I was attacked by all these societal thoughts, I always saw visions, a vision of me sitting in a boat with Jesus. He was always holding, holding my hands and told me, be still and know that I am God. Because of what I saw, I didn't do what I attempted to do to kill myself. I was in this mental states and tug of war for almost two years. As a full-time mother, we have so many things to take care of. At the same time, you need to maintain calm. But yet, there's inside of you, there's another things that your emotions need to be taken care of. My biggest breakthrough was in one of the morning, as usual, when I was praying, God asked me one question. He said, if I would give you 
another 20 years of life. Do you want to stay like this for the rest of your 20 years? In that instance, it was like a wake-up call. I realized I had a choice. I realized I had a choice to walk out from that dark corner. I realized I had a choice not to continue to stay there. I knew I had a choice to listen to those voices asking me to kill myself or to switch it off. I had a choice to choose faith and trusting God to help me and make all things possible for me. In the book, Battlefield of the Mind, the author Joyce Meyer, she said this, think about what you are thinking about. She mentions in her book that although she was a Christian, she was having trouble because she had not learned to control her thoughts. Her thought of things to keep her mind busy but were not productive in a way, in a positive way. She said she needed to change her thinking. How many of us have ever taken time to think about what we are thinking about? How many of us as a mothers have ever taken time to care about what is going on here in your mind and inside of you? Mothers, do you know that? You need to care for yourself because you are an important pillar that's supporting your child. When they are tired, you are their strength. When they are afraid, you are their safe heaven. When they are lost, you are their lighthouse. In Ephesians chapter 2, verse 3, Paul said this, among these, we as well as you once lived and conducted yourself in the passions of our flesh, obeying the impulses of the flesh and thoughts of the mind. Paul warns us here that we are not to be governed by our sensual nature or to obey the impulses of our flesh and the thoughts of our carnal mind. Paul suggested us to light up our thinking with God and His words, our feelings and our emotions that follow through are the byproducts of your thoughts. Having experienced depressions is like a complete overhaul of my life, a complete overhaul of my thinkings, my emotions as a mother. Do you know that depressions can accumulate lots of inaccurate interpretations about yourself and others and about God Himself. Scripture comes and corrects those misinterpretations and false belief, but replacing this old mental found is a very hard. Most of the time, changes only take place through a battle or hardship or trial or storm. And the key to the battle is that we humble ourselves before the Lord and believe that He, what He says. Trust is very important element as a Christian, as a mom. Trust is the energy that we have to build our muscle. I pray and hope that each of you as a mother will be able to trust God with all you have. When you have hardship, when you face something, you face your struggle, 
what you need to do is run to God, ask Him for help. On the day before Joshua crossed the river of Jordan, God gave him his permit and said, As I was with Moses, I will be with you. I, never, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and of good courage. Mother, do you know that faith, faith is like a muscle that we need to train and grow each day? Trusting God is our daily decisions that we have to make constantly. Joshua trusted God for his life. Do you know that when Joshua fought his last fight, he was in his 100 years old? You all can do that, mothers. He fought better after better, and he won after better. As I conclude today, I would like to take this time to pray for all the mothers here and also for those who are experiencing depressions and anxiety. I would like to encourage you, stay strong and have courage because God is with you. He promises He will never leave you nor forsake you. Shall we pray? Dear Abba Father, I would like to commit all the mothers here. Thank you that you have created mother. It is an honour to be part of your creations in this role as a mother. May you continue to bless each one of us, love each one of us, and strengthen each one of us. May the joy of being a mother continue to overflow in each of their life. Dear Father, I would like also to commit those experience strange emotional problems, those experience depressions and anxiety. God, you know their struggles. May you be the light in their life to shine upon those who is trapped in darkness. May you be their guide to guide their feet into the light and in you. May you give them your strength and courage to walk out from that depressions, from that anxiety and from any struggle they had. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, I ask and pray. Amen.